What's up, everybody? We're back, and oh, nice! You finally find the beans you were looking for. Oh yeah, uh, how many how many cans of that have you had? This is can number forty four, I think. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking sick of these things. <laughs> Are you sure? Mm. So good though. <laughs> I'm all beamed up. Yeah, I beamed up. Yep. <laughs> and I'm ready to be back on the podcast. Yeah, seems like it. Yeah, well, you know, Cody and I... You oh, know, by the way, I watched Stuart Little. Oh, did you finally? No, no I didn't. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> why, am I, why am I eating these with a fucking spoon? Yeah, you... Yeah. Just get your little mousy <laughs> little teeth in there. Just... Oh, no water. <laughs> oh, it's just going to be bean breath for the rest of the episode. Look... <clears throat> Before Cody came up on the ship, you know, we talked and, you know, Cody figured that, uh, you know, if he can't be as, you know, maybe uh, think the same way as Meat Canyon, he can be at least as possibly as big as. as I'm just trying to grow yeah. and meet that man's physical stature because yeah. seeing him yeah, in my seat, <laughs> I was like, I, that seat's way smaller than I remember. He was like a cat. He was like this. I know. I was like, yeah, he's <laughs> he's commanding that seat. I like, I fucking like sink into the, like I sit down and I, my ass falls in the crack in the back and I, and I do it like, you know, hi, welcome to the podcast. I, I you know, it's like quicksand in this bitch. Yeah. So. And he like sat in and it was like. Yeah, high up. Yeah, and he was he was pushed together. Yeah. Well, so I guess your new name would be Bean Canyon. <laughs> Bean Canyon. So it's another name for the vagina, Bean Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. And we're back. Helmet off. <laughs> Bro. Sorry. 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 <laughs> sorry. That's a good way to start the episode. Yeah. <laughs> big news and it comes down to one word Wednesday 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 we're moving the episode release day for TMG up to Wednesdays and that's a good thing it's a good thing baby Wednesday we are still recording on Tuesdays but the episode will be just hurried up and turned around quicker 
on Patreon. I can't read the fucking line. It's way too long. Just know that it's coming out on fucking Wednesdays. That means more topical jokes for you, Wednesday. Being in tune with the news by coming out on Wednesday. Current news and headlines, Wednesday. We'll be live every Wednesday from the Intergalactic Superdome here at the TMG Spaceship. It's coming. It's happening every Wednesday. Podcast. 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 Oh, it's going to be a hell of a Hellraiser every Wednesday here at the Intergalactic Superdome. It's coming out on Wednesdays. It's a podcast, by the way. And tell them why, Noel. Tell them why. Because we're making a new addition to the show. To the studio. The Brooke and Connor podcast called Brooke and Connor Make a Podcast. Brooke and Connor Make a Podcast. Brand new show. It's a podcast. And the first episode comes out January 27th this Thursday. Which is Thursday. Thursday. Keep that in your fucking head. Thursday. But don't remember, it's getting steaming fucking hot on Wednesdays here at the TMG Show. Tune in every Wednesday, because this show is now live on Wednesdays. And that'll be TMG on Wednesdays, by the way, and Brooke and Connor on Thursdays, just in case you didn't get that. So, wanted to reiterate, <coughs> it's a podcast. This is going to be a bone-crushing, Medicaid-juicing, body-wearing-out, son-of-a-bitch, son-of-a-bitch. <laughs> I think that's a good way to end it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, now let's start the show. And we're here. We're back, Def- man. We're I, definitely I here. Just, uh, not at the end of the day. We are not. We are fresh, and we have not recorded. We've just got on. We the just ship. got on here, and it feels good. It feels good to be back. Yeah. Thanks for having me back. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. So happy you guys let me back. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. No, uh, thanks. You know. I was, you know, I was away. I was out of town. Um, I was in Cabo. And I uh, watched the episode, most of it, yeah. with Hunter. Yeah. And it's just, it was it was really funny. Yeah, he's a funny guy. I hate to say it. It was really funny. Yeah, he's a funny dude. And I saw your fucking comments, all right? I saw them. He's a better Cody than ever. Fucking. <laughs> so now the pressure's on, man. I got to be like no, extra. Fine. They can just listen to the bonus. Everyone who's, tap- who's going to listen to the bonus today... Will remember who who we are. <laughs> okay. How we joke about pee. How we joke about farts. Everything. Beans. All of that. Poo. All microwaving. Of that. No, I'm no, not gonna, I'm not gonna do that. No, no. no. It, it. We also had some. You know, we had some economic commentary in the bonus, mm-hmm. which we haven't shot yet. Yeah. So yeah. they'll they'll be reassured. Yes. There's no worries there. Good. Um. You know, I would say. Equally as as fun to bring up is I called out Ryan's toys at the UFC this week. Uh, I saw that. Yeah, I, I I was so stoked on it that I made a little video dedicated to it. Um, Wait, so let's 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 rewind a little bit here. How did you get invited to the UFC? What happened? Uh, this dude there, shout out to Gavin. He actually DM'd me like five years ago from the UFC account. Mm-hmm. And then we talked for a bit, and then you know just shit happens, and then. He like followed up with me a couple weeks ago. He's like, yo, man, are, are you uh, in town? We're coming to Anaheim. I was like, yeah, I'm definitely in town. He's like, come on out. Oh, that's where the fight was? Anaheim? It was in Anaheim. Oh, cool. <clears throat> yeah. So um, he just, you know, we just got on a Zoom call. He's like, yep, here are your tickets. I was like, sick. Just got there and I was, I was ringside. Um, that's tight. Yeah. How was it? What's it like seeing an actual fight from there? Um, from that distance, I mean, I said this in my video today, but like I see why Joe is always talking about their bodies. <laughs> it's like it's you can't it's deny so sweaty and I muscly. mean literally. I mean like literally so many muscles. 
There's literally no other way you can describe it. I mean, dude, Francis Ngannou is gigantic in front of you. I was eyeline with Joe. Okay. Joe was getting really? in the octagon. I was like, I see you, man. Like, uh, Did you go, yes? Was he, he scared? He wouldn't have seen me. He was, <laughs> I was definitely in the dark. Um, no, it was, it was crazy. I mean, just, you know, I definitely appreciate what is going on, in, you know, in a fight, but... Uh, like I was, you know, I think the biggest thing is, especially heavyweights, that ring, every time they move, like the mats would just thud and you just get all those extra little nuanced things where you're like, oh shit, makes it way intense. So I'm surprised was, I didn't see you on the TV. I feel like I always, it's funny, like UFC fights, you always see the most like random person. Not that you're random, but I'm saying like someone oh, you yeah, never no, expect. Cool. Yeah. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. I'm just saying like, it, it's like just because of the, the camera the way the camera is on the fighters where you see like the people the, behind them. Yeah. Like the yeah. first like 10 rows. Yeah. And that's always like the celebrity row. Yeah. So it's always like you're watching a fight and you're like, is that Clay Aiken? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, like, is that Apollo Ono? <laughs> Why the fuck is he? Who does he know? The fuck. Yeah. Yeah. It's all, yeah. It'd always be like a weird ensemble of people. Oh yeah. Always. It'd be like a women's basketball pro and then like a bantamweight fighter. Yeah. And then like maybe, you know, fucking, um, <laughs> Jo Joel Orstein. <laughs> like, that guy watches MMA? I was... I, um, what happened? I, I think I was row eight, but, like, the side I was on... So they have, like, the super famous section. Right. I wasn't there. Okay, okay. I was just, like, you know, ringside. Um, like Justin Bieber, is that... Whoever was okay. over there. I think right. Mike Tyson was over there. Damn, okay. I ran into a couple of people. I ran into this comedian, uh, Rocky Dale Davis, um... That that man in some ways stole the show. He was uh, he listens to the podcast. Shout out to you, Rocky. He was hilarious. He was drunk and then just screaming. There's this guy that kept standing up in front of us, and you know, this is this is a little bit of a friendly fire here. But he was a shorter man. Okay. And when he was stand up, bless his heart, man. He was just trying to get. He was just trying to see. Okay. He's trying to see what's going on in the <laughs> okay. fight. He was stand up, and unfortunately, we're all sitting down, and he's blocking our view. So Rocky, being the big motherfucker that he is, wasted no time and just saying, Hey, you short motherfucker, sit down! <laughs> and at first, everyone around Damn. us was like, Ooh. But then as the night kept going and this dude kept standing up <laughs> and like covering key moments, then it turned into, there was like this, these, row, these row of dudes behind us, they owned like a, a, a jujitsu gym. They started getting frustrated with the guy standing up. So then Rocky would get at it, and then one of their guys would be like, shut the fuck down! <laughs> and then it just became more people behind to the point where this dude, he would, like, think about it. <laughs> Three or four voices would be like, don't! Fucking don't! <laughs> don't! Like, he'd go to stand up, and then... Yeah, literally, just... All right, no, I wasn't gonna, I yeah. wasn't gonna stand up anyways. And then he would turn to his friend, he'd be like, are they fucked? Dude, this is fucking pissing me <laughs> off. And I then, just want to stand. But, you know, Rocky just had But he to, was a short fella? He was a short fella. Oh. Rocky made sure... Well, then sure I feel for him. I do as well, but I was also like, sit the fuck down. I was, you know... Yeah. And, and Rocky made sure that that dude knew he was small that night. <laughs> oh, no. Which, you know... <laughs> oh, fuck. You could say it's mean, but the repeat... I mean, by the time you stand up on your ninth or tenth time it was getting fucking rude right right everyone it was just like this unspoken thing where everyone understands yeah we're ringside but we're all just gonna honor that 
we can't see er, er, literally the rows are doing that TikTok shit. Oh, so like, they're all on the ground. Yeah. There's no like out like no. We're okay. all on one level. So everyone is politely agreed that if you're in row one, you're gonna stay straight. Row two, you're gonna all lean to the left. Row three, you're all gonna lean to the right. Mm. And we're just gonna gotcha. so everyone can see what's going on. So if one person stands, it fucks the whole thing up. Uh, I mean, he stood up as like people were getting knocked out. Okay. And everyone's like, oh, shut the fuck. <laughs> it was so frustrating. So it was mean, but it wasn't that mean. Um, and as a small person standing next to Rocky, um, I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna lie, I, I switched sides. You know? I didn't tell How him to sit he? down. Rocky? Yeah. I don't know, six ten or oh, okay. something. <laughs> okay. He's huge. All right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, he shook my hand and I felt my hand crumbling in his <laughs> like hand. Like me, like me sitting in this chair? Yeah, literally, yeah. Um, and you know, I'm I'm he I understood part of his frustration as well because the UFC brought him out to do stand up at the weigh ins. Which you do know stand up? I, I don't want to take away from his story because it is his story, but Damn, he sent me a clip and my soul would have been left in pieces. Because he bombed? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, he was like, they weren't expecting stand-up. It's like four in the afternoon. <laughs> They're expecting dudes to stand on a scale. That's it. Bro. And I'm, I was like, all the lights were on, huh? He's like, yep. Oh, Jesus And I was Christ. like, did they leave the scale up there for you to walk around it as you did material? He's like, and then he showed me in the live stream of it, they didn't mic the crowd. So every time he told a joke, it sounded like... Pure silence. So the clip he sent me is like, you know, like Jesus. his closing joke. It's like his big punchline. He says it and he's like, fuck y'all, man. I thought I would have had y'all. Oh, and then damn. he's like, I'm out of here. I'm, you know, I'm Rocky Dale Davis. And he leaves. And, damn. Um, so yeah, it, he, he had a hell of a night. So unfortunately, the short man had to take the brunt of it. That's fair. Um, I get it now. I'm on y'all's side now. <laughs> I, ha I have a little, I have a little celebrity story as well. Yeah, I mean, I also got his, you know, I ran into Andrew Schultz and we chopped it up for a oh, while. Oh, nice. So. I think I saw him in Venice. Yeah, probably. Really briefly. Yeah. He was getting out of an Uber or something like that. And I was like, oh, I think that's him. Tall son of a bitch, that guy. So he was there too? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, he is tall. He's really fucking tall. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so I did see him. Um, I, uh, what was it? Your tweet? Oh, it was Where just like my, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's watch this for a sec. Beer. You having fun tonight so far? Oh yeah, most definitely. Yeah, um, I had a chat with Dana earlier. He said that I could fight any eight-year-old I want uh, in the really? octagon. Really? Yeah. We're so. setting this up. Yeah. Have you picked out an eight-year-old to fight? Uh, I'm thinking any like rich toy reviewer on YouTube <laughs> that way I can get the biggest payout I think possible. I know who you're talking. Maybe. Who? Well, I mean, my son's eight. I'm not gonna say any names. You have to say it. Brian's toys. Watch your back. <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke. I'm bringing all 100 years of pain that I felt. She was like, "Right, right, wrap it up, door. wrap it up, wrap it up." It's also funny because I think Ryan's toys is like he's 10, 16. Now he's 10. Yeah. Okay, I was like, it's been he's been eight forever. Yeah, whatever, man. That kid's been reviewing toys forever, Long and they just keep time. pretending he's the same age. He's like, Dad, I don't even like these fucking things anymore. Can you imagine when he's just review it? <laughs> he's 16, chain smoking. Yeah. This is the Lego Millennium Falcon. <laughs> Just fucking. <laughs> I don't know, Dad. What's the line? Ripping his jewel. Yeah. <sighs> um. Yeah. So you're you had a celebrity encounter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I had an encounter. Oh wait, damn it! I don't know if I can leak this. <clears throat> but I'm gonna. 
So I'm not going to name names, but someone from the UFC's team told me that Dana White saw us roasting fucking Friday. No way. And apparently that's the hardest they've seen him laugh in a long time. No way. Specifically when I got him with that tastes like eating a Care Bears pussy. <laughs> apparently he was weeping. No way. Yeah. So, so can we like, I don't know, Dana, Dana's team, if you're watching this. Put us on. <laughs> Dude, we, we want to eat some Care Bear yes, pussy with do. the man himself. Yes, we do. We so. have to do something with him. Yeah, so you know. Okay, so yeah, this is what I'm, this is what I'm talking about. This is a star-studded episode. We got Rocky. We got Dana White. <laughs> yeah. We got Gary V coming on later, by the way. We haven't said that yet, but he's literally coming on this episode later. He said he'd do it, and he's coming yeah. on. And uh, now I got this story. Okay, so you know the the quarterback for the and I'm going to name names because I'm I'm going to just fucking I'm was embarrassed as fuck for a little bit but I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to come out and say it, all right? Okay. The quarterback for the Detroit Lions, Jared Goff, used okay. to be the quarterback for the Rams, Rams, right? Yeah. Okay. I saw him in in Cabo, right? He was at this place that I was at mm. and uh it was like a kind of like a spa type situation. Was he on a jet ski as well? <clears throat> he was not on a jet ski. Uh, yeah, what was it? Yo, yo, yo. Uh, it was like a spa situation. It was like a cold plunge and like a hot tub and we were all chilling around that area and then there was like this little like lounge area where you can get a drink or whatever and my friend comes out and he's like, yo, what the, Jared Goff's in there, what the fuck? And uh, I knew his name because of the, because he played for the Rams, right? And so, but I'm like not that much of a football fan so all my friends were kind of freaking out and uh, I was just like, that's cool. That's really cool. But I don't really know what he looks like, but I sort of do. And I walked in and he he's like, yo, and puts out his hand and shakes my hand. And I'm walking with my buddy and he's like, what the fuck? How do you know? And I'm like, I don't. And he's like, yo, we, we met at the, uh, the softball game, right? And I was like, yup. <laughs> I just fucking lied. I lied right to his face. I said, yes. I didn't know what else to do. I said, yeah, yup. Good to see you, bro. And I just kept it going. And he was like, he was like, yeah, man, that was crazy. It's been, it's, how you been? And I was like, oh, you know, still playing softball, just doing my thing. You know, I, was just like, <laughs> I didn't say that, but I was like, man, I'm just chilling. I'm doing good. How are you doing? He's like, yeah, you know, just enjoying some time off. And I was like, I get it, you know. Yeah. Not really, because you're an NFL quarterback, but I get you, you know. And we're like, and so, and then his buddy was sitting at the table, and his buddy goes, or he goes, yo, uh, by the way, this is Cody. And I'm like. So you do, what the and fuck? He sh and and I shake the guy's hand. He's like, yeah, I met him at the like so and so charity softball game. And the guy's like, oh word, I I didn't like I was there too or something. We didn't. And I was like, yeah, crazy day, <laughs> you know that softball game. We we raised so much money, we really did it. And uh, and so I fucking walked away. And my buddy was like, how do you know Jared Goff? And I was like, dude, I don't. <laughs> so. Jared, if you're watching, I want to apologize for lying right to your face. I never played in any softball game ever. I've never played softball in How my does life. I know your name. Didn't didn't like you? Didn't you play with him on stream or something one time? No, I, no. I, I, I could have sworn it was like I played because with, of that. I played with a Raider and I played with Brett Phillips, the the pitcher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or the baseball guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's what I was thinking about. I was like, maybe it was from that. But it wasn't. I mean, maybe he just like saw, recognized me from YouTube or something like that and just like <laughs> tried to figure out where he knew me from but didn't figure it out. So I'm sorry. That's my bad. I, I should have said no. 
What if, but I wanted to seem cool in front of my friend, honestly. So I was just like, yeah, dude. What if as you were walking up, he like leaned over to his buddy's like, watch this. Yeah. <laughs> and my girlfriend like watches this guy's hmm. YouTube videos or That's something. cool, man. Cause we never played in a softball game. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I know. I was just we were busting each other's balls, we were... right? Right? <laughs> That's what you I was saying. It's like the softball game, right? Where you sucked my dick. <laughs> Huh? I would have said yeah. Yeah. I would have said yeah. <laughs> yeah, I sucked on it. <laughs> <laughs> nice, yeah, nice dick, by the way. <laughs> oh, man. He's I like, was just really embarrassed, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Is this the game? <laughs> oh, my God. How shitty is it to lie about playing for a fucking charity game? That's so shitty. Yeah, does this ring a bell? All the kids with fucking terminal illnesses that you helped out, dude? Nice. Nice. Yeah, all those kids that you lended your platform to to raise money for? Good thing Jared Goff remembers that great memory you guys shared together. Dude. <laughs> I've never felt worse. You're, you're going to go to heaven. Life. When you die, you're going to go to heaven. And fucking and God's going to be like, he's gonna be like, God's going to be like, yo. Cody, right? You were at the celebrity From softball the game? <laughs> softball game. Like, I'm being, yeah. <laughs> He's going to be like, nope. And then just hit a switch. Hell, <laughs> <bitch>. <laughs> Wait, no. <laughs> then you're just down there with Ronald Reagan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Jared, I'm sorry, man. Please. God you know, damn, hit me up. Bro. Hit me up. Yeah, I won't just, lie this time. Just hit him up, man. Jared, I just want to let you know, I, I'd never lie to you, man. I tell, <laughs> fuck you. I lie, I tell it right to your face. <laughs> hey, softball game. I'd be like, nah. <laughs> you imagine, yo, from the softball game. Nope. <laughs> just uh, okay. Yeah, I never played there. Yeah, <laughs> never did that. So. I don't know what your dumb ass is thinking about. <laughs> Maybe it says CTE. This. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> what can I say, man? It's my job, you know? Knock on wood. Hope it doesn't happen to him. Um, Jared, despite the thing he just said, <laughs> Jared, you should come on the show if you're watching this. I want to I wanna talk to you about this moment, about the, the time that I lied, and, and we'll hash it out, you know? And uh, if you heard what Noel just said, you you wouldn't come on the show. That's not true. <laughs> I'm kidding. You wouldn't remember. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's too easy. It's too easy. Now I'm never gonna be actually friends with this dude. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> Oh fuck, man! Jared, so if funny. you happen to come across this, man, you know it's all jokes, dude. And uh, come on the show. I need. To, I really need to like tell this to you face to face. Yeah, yeah please. That I lied to you because I feel really bad about it. Yeah, please. And, yeah, please beam up to the ship here so Cody can make amends and yeah, make make peace with the sin that he's committed. <laughs> he's gonna come on the show and be like, "Who are you? Oh, we don't you remember the pool? That no? He's like, oh like, yeah, you're oh, that no. fucking guy who lied to my face." <laughs> Or I'll be like, I don't remember that. It's like, oh, okay, bye. <laughs> bye. Um, all right, guys, listen. We got Gary V coming on right now. Strap in. 
Um, we do. And enjoy. Oh, and wait, real quick, what? everyone. Um, we got to do a quick thank you for the newsletter. Um, it's at 100,000 subscribers. Yeah, you, you, you did it. Which is insane. Um, we got you a lot did of- it. You guys did it. The TMG Army did it. <clears throat> we, got, we got some- Army! <laughs> we got some replies from you guys letting you know that it went to your spam folder. Um, so uh, you have to, like, I guess, move us from- your spam folder by adding us to your contacts, I guess. Yeah, and another thing you could do, if you wouldn't mind, if you have time, is reply to the email. Oh, yeah, because we're going to do a Q&A, uh, and we're going to just, I don't know, if you guys have questions about stuff, we just want to make that part of the newsletter. So so reply to the email with your questions, and uh, or whatever you want, comments, like on the <clears throat> podcast, whatever. You can post them on, you know, the whatever, YouTube, but... Reply to the email. We read yeah, those. Yeah, if you reply so, to the email, yeah. uh, it's uh, actually a nice way to collect everything. But, um, you know, all, all jokes aside about Jared Goff, uh, we do have a, a real star, you know, real star shining bright on this intergalactic show. All right, let me fucking leave it alone. Dude, look, we got Gary V coming on. Um, this is insane. Yeah. Because given all the jokes we've made about him, you would think he would never... <clears throat> You know, it would just be a, a simple fuck these guys. Yeah, I, I would think so as well. So I, I was surprised that he agreed to this in, in the first place. And mm -hmm. I'm really kind of nervous about what the, I don't know, tonally what it's going to be. So yeah, I guess we'll find out. We will definitely find out. The man. Yes. Boys. There he is. He's here. That's good. The one and only. How are you, man? I'm quite well. How are you two guys? We're good, man. We, we see all the appearances you do, man. Everyone's always asking you to explain things and give advice on things, but no one ever asks you, man, how are you doing? Yeah, that's very nice of you. I appreciate that. I am doing really well, man. When you keep shit super simple, it kind of works itself out, you know? What, yeah. what does that mean? Like what? I think like, I don't give a fuck about most shit. Mm -hmm. You know, like... As long as my fucking family's healthy, like the business stuff is like, I love doing it. I'm so lucky that it's like my natural, you know, I always think of like skiers or painters or like, I, I genuinely believe like if you're truly an entrepreneur, like I'm old, you guys are youngsters. I'm 46. When I was coming up, entrepreneurship wasn't even a fucking word. I never even heard it. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to sell lemonade and sell baseball cards and go to garage. You know, like it was what I liked. It was my craft. It was like my art. So the fact that I like am good at the thing that I naturally like doing the most is such a fucking, you know, you're just, that's like luck of the fucking DNA game, you know? Yeah. Well, you say we're youngsters, but you're 46. Cody, you're 50. Ah, <laughs> got it. <laughs> I'm a sprightly 31, actually. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's Appreciate crazy, man. That. And, great, and great fucking hair. Wow. Oh, let's go. Really? Wow. Okay, can I... I... Think, who would debate that? <laughs> I will. He who would. He fucking would. You know who? <laughs> he, would? he would. Yes, he would. I'll debate that's just anything. because he's that's that's called brotherly love when you're just such boys, no yeah. matter how much good shit is happening. Yeah. You're still gonna like my friends, my inner circle. I, there's nothing I can do that they're not going to make fun. It's actually why I love the shit. Like, like one of the reasons I couldn't wait to like do this with you guys is like, I'm so ridiculous as a communicator. Like, I think I'm the greatest fodder for like laughs. And so me and my boys are that way. That's how he is. Like, 
anybody that wasn't close to you would all agree that your hair is the best, but your boy can be like, your hair sucks shit. Yeah, your <laughs> and hair that's, sucks shit. And the problem is that's the only person you believe is that guy (laughs) you're like fuck man i am it does suck it's receding a little bit god damn it you know what's funny and i think you guys know this in the context i think of what you guys do so well there's something so special about like that inner circle that like the love the raz the zinging and the hug like it's all just one same macro like like all love you know what i mean yeah definitely yeah a lot of people misconstrue my my brutality for hate, but it's love, you know. When I <laughs> I actually genuinely understand that. Hell yeah. Well, I actually, really do. can I? Okay, here. This actually is a good segue into my next question because please we so we DM'd on October 11th when I asked you to do this. Damn, are we and in then, court? And then <laughs> on October 11th, <laughs> I sent you a DM. No, but then. <laughs> And then, so we arranged this and we said, okay, let's make it happen. Hit me on the email, whatever. And then October 15th, you sent me a video of yourself. It was a TikTok that you did saying that, uh, it was basically saying like you lose out on opportunities by making fun of them or being negative. And then you said, had to do it. And I just want to know, do you, do you hate me? Oh, I, oh, I'm sorry. I sent that to like 25 people that I had just talked to on DM. I meant had to do it to society. That wasn't just to you. Oh, what I, I, do is, <laughs> I thought what it was. I, I thought is, it was ultra no. targeted at me <laughs> because you had seen like no. uh, you know something that we did, and you were like, you know what? The he mental, actually needs to know this. Did, this is a the, the, yes. That's the, the one. Stuff. The stuff like that, or like, like there are so many people that are so sorry. What just happened? There are so many people that are like I. I actually think the way I do keynotes is so affected by stand-up comedy and Randy the Macho Man Savage, <laughs> right? Like mm. when I, like, as I, like I was doing it, I was doing it and then finally I was like, why is that how I do it? And I was like, oh fuck, I used to listen to stand-up 24 seven, you know, jerky boys, fucking, you know, Eddie Murphy raw. And I watched wrestling promo videos like it was my job. And I'm like, oh shit, subconsciously, this is like how I do shit. And I think for me, like when, now that I'm known enough that people do shit about me, A, I'm humbled. <laughs> I'm like, this is fucking crazy. Like, I'm like, this is crazy that I'm subject matter for talented people. And two, if you fucking take yourself so fucking serious that you don't see when people that actually have talent are doing shit with it, that you are so insecure that you get mad or upset, you're a fucking idiot. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Damn. Like for me, the the stuff, you know, because you guys do so well, the stuff that I've seen, first of all, I it's very easy for me to see who is talented and being creative versus does somebody have malicious intent and wants to hurt somebody. It's just, I don't know, for me, it comes very natural. I'm not even talking about me. I'm just like talking like when you watch shit, mm, I'm like, yeah. that's creativity and pop culture. Oh, this person's hurting inside and just wants to tear this other person. Ah, like, it's yeah. so crystal clear. Yep. Yeah. So for me, no, I mean, I think you guys are genuinely talented and I'm oh, like thank you, man. flattered for any time I'm in your fucking mouths. Damn. That means a lot, honestly. Damn. So you've seen Demented Gary Vee then? 
Yes. Okay, good. I, we wanted to ask I, you what you thought I, of that. Someti- I sometimes want to be demented, Gary. Yes. But I'm very, my mom did too good of a job in making me nice, but I've seen it. And, and really, and you know this, like you guys watched it. I, I feel, I'm making assumptions, that you guys are as good as you are because you're watching everything in culture. I think that I have a fucking funny communication style that out of context, I think it's real funny, well, real fast. Wait, wait. I think I think that yeah, like like saying stuff like I want to rip my arms off and or what did you say in that? Oh, you said yeah. like kill your family or something. Yeah, no, 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 in the original TikTok. Before we go down this road, okay, Gary, okay. can you just can you just make my year and say picture swallowing a bag of nails? Can you just say that line? A mayonnaise of, of nails. nails, like nails. Yes, got it. I'm sorry, I was like mayonnaise. What did I miss? <laughs> I need you to picture yourself <laughs> swallowing a bag of nails. <laughs> oh, you're a legend. You're a fucking legend for that. Holy you shit. Know, what's really funny about all that stuff, like I'll rip my arm off to be 25 or like, you know, how do I not worry about dumb shit? Well, imagine picturing your family get, you know, Th- those are like me trying to like shake somebody totally, who's yeah. like upset yeah. about like totally. they got to be on the report card or their friend got a totally, Porsche man. and they don't yeah. have one. And yeah. I'm like, bro, like think about this shit on the flip side. And this is where TikTok as a format fucked me. I was like, oh shit, people can <laughs> stitch shit, edit it the way they want to. Like, you know. I mean, yeah, now you have shit. people armless bleeding out on TikTok and they're like, Gary told me to do it. And now Gary's on the other side. Like, I didn't tell you to do it. I was just using a metaphor, man. Metaphors are dangerous. I'm a, right now and I'm a metaphor fucking machine. So I'm in, and, and I'm a, and I'm a, like, let's be, let's put shit in perspective, yeah. dude. Right? Like, yeah. you know how much bad shit can happen and totally. you're upset about, you didn't get the promotion. Yeah. Like every day on this earth, people get very upsetting news, like really genuinely upsetting news. And I'm like, fuck man, just be grateful for what you have and just the dumb shit that people cry about. Yeah. Yeah, no, get it. What were you going to say a second ago, Cody? Sorry, I cut you Nothing. off. Nothing. I was just going to say it, it is, it seems like it's more effective, especially in, in those mediums to use hyperboles and to speak hyperbolic like I that mean, where you're me, like, because it makes me, a great clip. Yeah. Code, you know what? For me, on some real shit, this is like what's fun back to like the friends we were talking about. The funniest shit is like all my friends were like, man, I wish the world knew that you've been doing this shit. Like, I've always been ridiculous in my Mm. metaphors. Mm. Like, I don't really have a different gear. I'm different contextually. If we were sitting down for an hour and you're like, hey, we want to really blow this business out. Yeah. And like, how do you think about what we, like, you'd be like, whoa, that's a different Gary than we had on the podcast. Cause I go into like operations mode. Right. And I'm we're like, you know, it's like a different, it's a, the context is different. Yeah. What? But in yeah. general, like talking f- differently has really been who I've been my whole life. Mainly cause I failed every class and I'm not well read. I had to almost make up my own language. Right. Got you. Gary, you know, I'm going to say the rate at which you can talk and the type of you know, metaphors and stuff you can put together, I think y- you could rap very well. I think- Well, bro, now you're talking about something that is the great devastation of my life, of something that doesn't matter. I love hip hop rap so much. Yeah. I feel like I see what you're saying too. Yeah. Real rappers, like real guys and gals say it to me, but there's a devastating last piece. <laughs> 
the sheer lack of music ability I have in Dude, any shape. We're on the same page there, bro. <laughs> Me and you are on the same page. I somehow like managed to. Shower, I'm like, no, no. I fucking, this is going to be like, literally this happened six months ago. I'm like, you know what? I used to be super out of shape and not healthy. It doesn't come natural to me. I hate it more than life. But over the last eight years, I got a fucking babysitter trainer. I got educated of like, like I got a little, and I, I worked it. I actually achieved something that doesn't come natural to me. For sure. So like nine months ago, I'm like, I'm going to do that with rap. I don't have a musical fucking bone in my body. And so like it, for like a month in the shower, I'm like literally trying oh, to spit bars. No, I've got the bars. I just have no musical cadence at all. Come on, man. Like, none. You're a powerful man. We have to get you in. Jay-Z would gladly sit down with you. I mean, we have to get someone to work this out. So you, but you, you've got the bars, though, you're saying. You have the lyrics. Yeah, I, no. I know how to, like, I definitely know how to say shit. Gary Bars cannot live and die in the shower, man. They have to see the, the light of day. We have to get this out there. You know, you've conquered a lot of things. If we could get, I do need to win. Yeah, you're right. If we get Polo G featuring Gary V, oh my God, that would be a hundred insane. G, when, Polo, when Polo G was smart enough to sample Smooth Criminal, I literally, literally said to myself, "This guy's gonna be so uncomfortably famous." Just the <laughs> understanding of how humans work, the range. I was like, "Oh, this is like a different version of Drake." One that I really like. I fuck with Polo G Heavy. I do really like that song. The one with the Me too. Because everyone, listen, Alien Ant Farm had a fucking hit with it. It's fucking smooth criminal. That's it's a good ass song. I actually like that. I like the Alien Ant Farm version more than the Michael <laughs> oh. Jackson version. <laughs> yeah, the Alien Ant Farm version hit hard. <laughs> and that's just proof I have no musical talent. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, okay. Well, we can sidebar this, but we definitely need to get... Uh, Apology, Alien Ant Farm, you know, uh, and Gary V all on one track. I mean, that's just, you know, that's my musical goal for the year. Yeah. You know, I don't, that I don't, would I don't, literally be the greatest day of my life. Yeah. I don't have any strings to pull. So I'm going to rely on you <laughs> to pull them, but, you know, you can make it happen. Well, you answered a lot of our questions already because I feel like coming in, we weren't sure. We we're like, man, uh, does Gary hate us? What you know? <laughs> we really weren't sure what the context yeah, yeah. of this was because you had sent that DM, so I was like, maybe he God, really I'm hates so us. I mean, I didn't even really consider that you might have just been blasting it out to everyone. Well, I, I thought I was what, like, what, damn. You know, you know what I do when I have a it, like a post that I'm excited about? I'll just kind of go into like my inbox and like send it to like ten or fifteen people and be like, damn. like it's kind of like a gut check of like people that I think get it. And see, oh. like, what it's almost like a, I thought this was good. Did you think this was good? Kind of like vibe. So that, because we DM'd the, like a couple days earlier, right, right, you, were right. at the, you were in that fucking range. Yeah. Damn. You have like, like a hundred million hours of video footage of you from all these different like yeah. talks and convent. Like how long yeah. have you been filming yourself doing everything? Somewhere around... Somewhere around 20, what are we in 2022? I think in 17 or 18 or 16, like I was like, you know, you'll find this interesting of why I think this is so cool. Yeah. And you guys are going to live this life. You are literally, literally going to have a conversation in 41 years with one of your grandkids around this exact video right now. And that is like fucking wild. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, for me, it was like my great grandfather, my grandfather, both my grandfathers died before I got to meet them. Yeah. And my parents who I adore 
always like we have such, they're only 20 years older than me. Like the old country in Russia, you had kids early. Like we're like friends, not just like they're my parents. Mm-hmm. And like, they give me so, they spit so much like emotional game to me of like, man, you do this just like my dad did. Like, you know, they both lost their dads young. Dang. And it fucking, I think just weighed on me. And at some level, I, th- you know, it kind of started with like, you know what? I have shit to say. I'm interested in this. I'm going to put this on wax, AKA video. And like, it'll be cool. Like if God forbid something atrocious happens to me, or even if not, it'll be like fun to be like chilling. And like the, like the grandkid runs in and be like, yo, was Cody's hair that nice? I was like, yeah, it was really nice. <laughs> you know, like, and so I think that humans right now underestimate what's happening because there isn't a generation for us to point to. Yeah, It's really fucking rad that you guys have this and you're going to chop it up with people in the future. So I like putting it on, it's like just having photos, right? Like my family didn't have a lot of photos because in Russia, you didn't do that shit. And so like, I just lost all this family heritage. I kind of like that my life is filmed out. And I also like being right and wrong. I love the merit of the game. Like sure. I love the game so much. Like it's fun to be like, oh fuck, I was right about, like I secretly like wonder like, man, if NFTs don't win, I'm gonna have unlimited film to make fun of myself. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you know? so, so I think it also in a weird way by filming puts me in a position of accountability of being sharp. And then finally, you know, being known, you know, I'm an entrepreneur. Being yeah. known leads to business opportunities, right? Like yeah. I, I want to have business opportunities. It's my game. And the more I put out good shit, the more I'm right, the more that leads to people being like, fuck, this dude know what the fuck he's talking about. Maybe we should do business with him. And that, it, you know, that's my craft. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, we probably will chop it up with our kids about you because, um, if an asteroid hits this earth, the only footage we're going to have of humans, is just going to be Gary. Like we're going to lose everything else. We'll lose YouTube. We'll lose everything. But footage of Gary will definitely be around. <laughs> yeah. It'll I, be I got to admit, I do fuck with cockroaches. I think they're underrated. And so when I think that, you know, they always say like, if a nuclear bomb comes, the cockroaches win. I'm like, I'm going to be a fucking cockroach. Like, you know, so I think maybe that's what I'm doing. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. This is going to be a, probably a really boring question for everyone else, yeah, but for everyone listening right now, but my favorite podcast ever is how I built this. And so when I listened to your episode, that was the first time that I really got that side of you where you were just kind of like, yeah, I like to be made fun of. And I, and I got like the backstory with the wine and stuff like that. And I I suggest everyone go listen to that because it it was like one of my favorite episodes, but I want to know is Guy Raz just like the absolute fucking man. Dude, he's such a strong, like, you know, it was funny you and like, this is back to like the way I put out content. So, you know, the way I put out content, no question has baggage that comes along with it, which is in that format, it's incredibly difficult to show depth. Right. Right. And I'm incredibly Are you talking proud. about like with TikToks and like, well, the, TikTok, like like the joke, the joke stuff's on a planet by itself, but even like the stuff that isn't like funny or like the to Gary, or like the funny analogies, like even just my business content in That's, 45 yeah. seconds, you can only do so much damage. Right, yeah, really, yeah. it's an amuse bouche to try to get you to dig deeper and then go into the longer form. How I built this emails and they're like three hours. And I'm like, get the fuck out. I'm, I'm, like, I'm so like 15 minutes, seven minute meet. Like I go hard and fast. Hell I'm yeah. like three hours. And I, I kind of said no to myself and my team. I was like, eh, you know, it's, a, it's the, one of the best but I don't know if I've got three hours for it, right? There's too much going on. And then I kind of slept on it. I was like, yeah, I just like Guy a lot. His energy's so awesome. It is such a great 
show. I was like, fuck it, let's do it. And in hindsight, it was a remarkably good thing because listen, it, no matter how built, much built you are to be able to deal with judgment and not, you don't give a fuck, every human cares. And you know, even if you're good at taking jokes or you're good at people misunderstanding, and I'm really good at it. I just really am, it's how I'm built. That's my mom's doing. That's my growing up in the gutter doing. There's a lot that got me there. I'd be lying if I didn't say I'm really glad I did that show because I am flabbergasted by how many people have come up to me, emailed me, DM me and said, you know what? That podcast put the final tease and like there was things that were missing that I heard in there that give me a different point of view. And that's like, listen, it's nice. Like, why wouldn't you want somebody to think fondly of you versus you suck? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Well, that's good to know. I, I, that's, that, that question was for me. You know, Shout out although that, that is like one of the most popular podcasts of all time, but it's my favorite. I've fucking I've been listening forever. Yeah, it's a great podcast. Um, this is like a hard pivot. Uh, Kyle, we didn't prepare the Sex in the City scene. We wanted to do a reading of a Sex in the City script with you because we thought it'd be funny, but I don't know if we have it, so we could just move on from that. <laughs> <laughs> we just want to we just want to let we, you know what, that was guys, on. Where are you Where are you guys based? I forgot. Uh, well, we're in space. We're in space. Yeah, I'm what? aware, but, but like real life. All right, well, oh, oh, we're both in LA. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like I'll be in LA for Super Bowl. I'm pretty jam packed, but I'm there a lot. Let me come in and let's act out the scene. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Can we do that? What's better than audio video? Let's yeah. fucking actually go there. Dude. I, yes. I cannot wait. hundred percent. I cannot wait. So you're going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm going to the I Super Bowl. I heard there's a bunch of NFT shit happening with the Super Bowl. Wait, or no, could no, no. Be... Before we get into that, let's okay, talk okay. about the, the big ticket item. Gary, Which? how close are you to getting the getting the Jets? <laughs> yeah, how close are you, dude? Be honest. Um, I'm in striking distance. Like, I don't have the wealth. I don't have the wealth yet. <clears throat> but I'm, I'm really crafty. And I feel like I've done a lot of things well. I have two significant businesses in VaynerX and now Friends. I feel that I'm young. I don't think the Johnsons family who own the Jets are transacting anytime soon. And really to be frank with you dudes, like, and I think I said on how built this, I don't know if they used it. Like, I just love trying. Like if Karen Thompson buys the Jets in six weeks and everyone's shitting me online, like, fuck you, see, eat it. Like, you'd be surprised of like how much I actually don't give a shit. Yeah. It's been well so fun trying, like the last, 40 years, like I've been on this kick since third grade or fifth grade. I don't remember exactly, but like the game of like chasing something sure. and like trying to strategize and can I do it? Am I good enough? Will it happen? Will I get lucky in timing? Like all the shit that you think about when you've made up this fun goal has been really fucking fun. I think I'm going to pull it off. Dudes, on some serious shit, I think I'm going to pull it off. And on some other serious shit, if I pull it off, I expect somebody to make a movie of my life because that's some gangster shit. <laughs> Well, we well, actually have some news. We actually have some news for you. Yeah, dude. We that just news? we just bought the Jets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny. A couple of my friends made, you know, I grew up in the Web 2 game and some of these characters made big businesses and made like real money. And it's like inevitable. Back to like your friends razzing you. Like every time a homie cashed out for a B, they would text me and be like, I'm buying the Jets. And like, so I've, uh, 
<laughs> Damn I, it. What a what a text, man. What a life <laughs> you lead. Seriously. Hey, brother. It's, just, the, uh, it's the ultimate flex. Hey, just so my was, company. And I imagine I'm that was incredibly in- wealthy, and I'm going to slice your throat by <laughs> taking your dream from you. I imagine that was like in response to you saying congratulations to, hey, man, congrats on the sale. I saw totally. the saw the TechCrunch article. Totally. Thanks. I just bought the That's Jets, it. by the oh, way. Wait. Literally, literally. Literally saying, I just saw the TechCrunch article happen one of the times. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm, it's really fun to chase. Look, I got blessed. I grew up wanting to be an athlete because I love sports. sports. Sports taught me kind of America. Like that's when I became Americanized. You know, I was born yeah. in the Soviet Union, playing Nerf outside, watching with like, I moved to Edison, New Jersey. These kids were all playing Nerf ball, football. They were like, hey, who do you like? I was like, I barely spoke English. I'm not even sure what the fuck. They're like, you're a Jets fan. They kind of <laughs> took me, they took me in. And like, it really meant a lot to me, sports. Yeah. And in first, second, third, fourth grade, my hand-eye coordination was so on point that I was like a beast. I was good at tennis. I was good at baseball. I was good at everything. I could catch. I was all that. By fifth grade, I was like, something's happening here. Everyone's getting much stronger, much faster, much bigger. And like, <laughs> and so by sixth grade, I'm like, oh, I'm not doing anything that looks anything close to that. Damn. And so, and so then I kind of switched it to, I'm a businessman. I'm going to do this thing. So my whole life, it was almost like the booby prize. Then I got older and probably about 10 years ago, when I started to be in a place in my life where I started becoming friends with athletes, I realized, oh shit. And it really hit me probably six, seven years ago. I was like, oh, these guys and girls, this was like their dream their whole life, their passion. They did it at the highest levels. And then your body tells you, you can't do this anymore. Yeah. And they're 36, 33, 27, 41, yeah. and it's over. And they go through a very difficult transition, mm-hmm. like depression, like really. Tri- and, and so like somewhere about five, six years ago, I was like, oh shit, I got lucky. The thing that I love and the thing that I'm good at, I could be doing at 80. Yeah. Your body isn't the variable. And so I'm very yeah. grateful for that. That's a good point, man. Yeah. There, everyone goes through that period or like one of those realizations where you're like, oh, fuck, I'm not the best at this. Mm -hmm. I used to think I was. So for it to happen younger, I feel like it's a lot better. For me, it was in college when I, because I was like a cool guy in high school. And then I went to college and I was like, I'm a fucking loser. (laughs) (laughs) You mean from like Like, your ability to hook up? No, just like socially, like where people saw me in terms of how funny I was, how cool I was, like. You know, I moved like, to a completely were you a top, different. Were you top tier in high school? Like, well, he was homeschooled. Yeah, I mean, so, <laughs> <laughs> your mom thought you were the coolest. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you know, she like, I said I was the most handsome. I would go around seriously. You want best looking, <laughs> most likely to succeed. Yeah, and then I went to Victorian. Exactly, and then I went to college, and I was like, everyone here is so much more handsome than I am. <laughs> Yeah, Cody's yearbook was three pages. It was like, congratulations, a picture of him, and then the end. His mom, dad, and then a family photo. And the dog, dog, yeah. Exactly. So that was pretty shocking for me. No. Going to college, you know? I I think it happens along the way in all categories of everything. mm -hmm. And and then actually, back to the content, like so much of what I'm just trying to tell people is like, and what? And Mm -hmm. fucking what? Mm-hmm. Okay, you're not the fucking fastest. You're not the best looking. You're not the best at school. You don't make the most money. And fucking what? Imagine your family dying. I believe in that shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I understand that it's incredible comedic fodder. Yeah. And, and I love that. And like, it yeah. makes me genuinely smile. On the flip side, 
one thing I'm incredibly proud of is the shit that comes out of my mouth. I believe so fucking much you can't even imagine. No, I, I, I trust that. I think you definitely have like, it's conviction. Conviction. Yeah. Conviction. 100%, yeah. man. I don't think. Like, I really, yeah. and I also know that I'm more interested in being historically correct than transacting now. And so it gives me this level of like confidence of like, okay, I know what my North Star is. It's not to get a bag right now from like a brand deal or like, like I can, I'm good at that part. It's yeah. about like actually being right about this shit. Cause it's like fun. Are you good at life? Yeah. Let mm-hmm. alone. And so it does make me flow freely, but it also requires if you're going to live that life. So for you guys, right in your towns, when I watch it, if somebody's really going there and they don't have the humility and like ability to understand for example, <laughs> demented Gary Vee or whatever else you do, they're actually vulnerable because they actually aren't secure in their framework. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gary, I have a, a, a very like simple question for you. When you upload stuff to you to YouTube, do you you know how YouTube gives you that little ranking? Like this video is one out of ten or eight out of ten. Do you care about shit like that? Or are you just like, nah, I'm just doing what I want to do and I don't give a fuck? No, I just wanted to, like Mr. Beast is a, is a friend. Yeah. And he's like, man, you could be so much bigger. And I'm like, I get it. You're like thumbnail title, like cadence inside of it. And I'm just like, man, I just want to say the shit that I want to say. And it's like, like, yes, I, listen, for my profession, I want to teach brands and I myself want to do it right. I do want to do it right. Mm-hmm. Like, why not have more people hear your shit? Mm-hmm. On YouTube, like if you asked me on Instagram, I went five years really thinking about how to do it, quote unquote, right, but not compromising what I say. Sure. On YouTube, I take a different approach. It's longer form, the majority of it. And I'm like, I need this place for people to get the complete picture. So if YouTube wants to give me a one, like, fuck you, YouTube, I'm putting this out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Listen, the... The restaurant. The NFT restaurant? Yeah. Are yeah. we are we good to come through? <laughs> well if we don't have we, an NF if we don't have the the membership, can we just slide through the back door or something like that? I mean if you put an if you want to put on like if you want to punch in and work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can go through the back to the employee entrance. <laughs> I got I got I got good news for you guys. When you guys come to New York in Q one early next year, I've got a couple <clears throat> of seats that are my table thing. I, it would be a genuine pleasure oh, hell to yeah. have dinner with you guys and chop it up and get to know each other better. And we will do it in Fly Fish Club because Chef Capon and Chef Khan, like this is what's so great about getting older. Like these are two chefs that I've watched in New York do their fucking thing for 20 years. So like the lack of anxiety I have that we are gonna dominate the food program and that we are gonna be super on point. So it'd be really fun to, to do that with you guys. For I would sure. love, I honestly would love that. Yeah, I, it's the same. I would, I would love to. Are you guys into wine? Um, I'll drink it. Right, I'm, but you don't nerd on it. Nah. No. What about bourbon? Uh, not really. I know a little bit about gin. No shit, it's funny. I've been thinking a lot more about gin because gin hasn't popped insane yet. And so that's like the white space, you know? That's exactly, that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Literally took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> Verbatim. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I yeah, yeah, listen, we should... I know I know this is like my time, but I'm enjoying this so much. And I'm sure there's like like I know how these things go. There's probably some things we didn't get to. So I'm just gonna hang for five more minutes if you allow me to, and I'll be late for my next meeting. For sure. Dude. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be um, fucking perfect. I mean, dude, okay. I, you're so good at giving advice. I wanted to put you in an unethical context. All right. If someone okay. if someone is down bad and they needed to steal, what would you tell them to steal? Whatever was most stealable. Okay. <laughs> right. Like, I mean, like, like, duh. like, like if you work at tar- like if you work at my dad's wine store, like, and you're in stocking shelves, like steal the expensive wine. Okay. Okay. Like if you work at Vayner, like see which offices are open in the executives room and take the most expensive shit. Like, Listen, like, employees, are you hearing this shit? <laughs> Jeez. Listen, you asked me the question, I have to give you the answer. Like, what I don't is, know, like, what do you think the worst advice you've ever given? What is it, do you think? You know, I'll be, I'll be vulnerable here. I didn't understand. This is actually funny. As Gary V on stage, because I'm talking to masses, I think candor is a strength of mine. I like want to go to the punchline. Mm-hmm. As an executive, because I've been building business my whole life, I actually really struggled with candor. I, didn't, I don't like confrontation. I, and I always thought that I could fucking figure it out. I knew that I didn't value the money enough. And I liked my people, my team, my home. Like I really, from day, like day one was like employees as family. Like I was really about that life. And so I'd always try to like figure it out. And so early in my career, when my best friend joined, I was like, look, if someone sucks, you don't tell them. You try to manage around it and build them up and get them there. Mm. And in hindsight, it was bad advice. Now what I've learned is what ended up happening was I realized, man, there's been people that have worked for me that don't like me. And I was like, how could that be? Because I don't like, I know who I am. Like, I don't value the money enough. I love the people. This is something's broken. I was like, fuck, it's the candor. I would, I'd be like, Cody, you're great. Like Cody, great hair day, Cody, good shit. And then out of nowhere on Tuesday, I'd be like, yo, Cody you got five minutes. So Cody, listen, we're gonna have to let you go. And he'd be like, what the fuck? And, 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 he was like, you said my hair was awesome on Friday. I'm like, yeah, but you know, like, and you know, as a kid in my you can 20s, still be, my You 30s, can still be unemployed and have great hair. So later, dude, so, you're. And, so, and so, so I really struggled with candor. Mm. And somewhere around four or five years ago, I switched up my game because I had to have that moment where I was like, look, what can I be better at? What the fuck's not working? And, and I put this concept of kind candor into my head. I'm like, look, I can tell somebody they're really not good at their job but I can unscare them by being aggressive about contextualizing it and communicating. And it's really helped me. So to answer your question, the worst advice I gave in my, I would have made videos about this back then and I would have been wrong. My evolution helped me get there is if someone's like not good, actually letting them know and trying to build them up from it is dramatically better than trying to work around it. Cause you as the owner or the manager will get, will get resentment over the, time and then eventually you'll just have this kind of like either you'll subconsciously force them out and they've sensed it and they don't like that or you'll drop that tuesday morning bomb when friday was awesome and then you're really not doing the right thing and that's something i've had to work on damn that's deep yeah it was deep that's a great answer i mean in these in this last buzzer beater minute i'm gonna try to throw you uh, throw another one out here um you are obviously a connoisseur of nfts you know about a lot of nfts Who's got the ugliest NFT art? Are you 
goading me into, <laughs> yeah, I could hear the background. You got, I mean, the answer is me. No, 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 no. That's not what we were doing. No, that's not what we were doing, no. Listen, I'm famously, you know, I thought I was doing a good thing because, you know, it had to be provenance and I was going to draw it and it came from my soul and I was going to doodle it. And I was like all proud of it. I was like, you know, this is important. If I'm going to build this Disney Pokemon Transformers like world from day one, the fact that it came from my heart and my brain and my soul and my fucking Sharpies, that's authentic. And I was like all proud as shit. It comes out, it crushes, but like everyone's like, you fucking asshole. These kindergarten drawings suck shit. My fucking three-year-old niece can, and I was like, and so, like, there's a lot of people that think be friends is actually the answer. Damn. It does seem like, it does kind of seem like, like a commentary on the whole thing. Like, it seems kind of ironic a little bit. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, it's actually the reverse. It's ironic if you think it's all about the subjective art. Mm-hmm. It's incredibly not ironic if you understand what NFTs are, uh. which is contractual utilities that can do so many other things, that they are the gateway to my conference. When I build my IP, when I build my Disney world and mm-hmm. the original V friends is lifetime pass, people are gonna be like, oh fuck. Like people don't understand where this world's going. They're underestimating it the way they underestimated YouTube when I was there day one in 06, the way they underestimated the internet, the way they underestimated Twitter, fucking TikTok. It's all the same shit, bro. People underestimate the new because they don't have enough curiosity, confidence, or patience to see it through. Damn. Bars. That's a bar right there, man. There you go. Put, put that on a beat, man. <laughs> Fellas, listen to me. I see you. You guys have real fucking talent. I cheer oh, for you. I wish you. you thank you, man. Shit. Thank really you so much, it. Gary. Really appreciate, appreciate you for it. coming on, bro. And thank you Thanks, so much man. for doing this. We really appreciate it. Of course. Take care, Take guys. Take care, Enjoy next health. meeting, man. Bye. Real nice meeting you guys. <laughs> you too. See you in January. Oh, oh shit. Fuck. Damn. Well, that's going to line up real well with <laughs> all our NFT jokes and the bonus. Yeah. <laughs> Forgot we already fucking did the, the we already did the bonus and it's just an hour's worth of us of bagging us on crypto ripping land. on crypto and NFTs and wow that's gonna be a perfect transition. But, well, no, uh, it's fine. It's you know that that's our um, visual accountability. You know, yeah, people can run that back. We're we're just playing the same game as Gary. Exactly. Like once yeah, when we're at the restaurant actually, and we. And we take a picture and we're at the NFT restaurant. Mm-hmm. Someone's going to reply and be like, remember when you said this on Cryptoland? We're like, yeah. Yeah, we do remember that. Now we're eating fucking fish. <laughs> Thanks to an NFT. <laughs> so. You know, it is what it is. It is what it is. Thank you all for tuning in to this um, kindergarten hearing test. Um, we will, uh, if, you, if you're, obviously if you're a Patreon, we'll see you in the, in the bonus. Um, we had a lot of fun on the bonus. Yeah. And uh, that we definitely recorded after this, after even though this, Cody yes, we just are, sorry, said we that. are we are sorry, tense. We are going to have a lot of fun in the bonus. Yeah, when we rip on crypto land and NFTs. Yeah, um, and, and when we talk about various other things. So, yeah, but yeah. honestly, Gary, great. That was fucking awesome. Yeah, thank you, Gary. That, thank you, man. Seriously, I mean, uh, he, I, again, I, I, like like I said in the beginning, I wasn't sure what the tone of this was going to be because when we set it up, then that we we joked about this before. That kind of passive aggressive. DM that I got, but I guess we got the full story, and yeah. uh, he seems like he likes what we do, so we, we appreciate that, man. Yeah, thank you, Gary. And we and he came through, and he said, picture swallowing a bag of nails. I Dude, mean, that's that was just, so... I mean, you don't, like... I, we can't thank you enough for that if you're watching. Yeah, yeah. What a legend, what a legend for doing that. Yeah, serious. So uh, thank you, Gary. Thank you, uh, uh, Gary's team, for helping put that together as well. Um, anyways, guys, see you in the bonus. See you guys in the bonus. Oh, by the way, tune in. 
again, Broken Connor Mega Podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, first episode will be out tomorrow. Yeah. And that'll be Thursday. And uh, make sure you subscribe on Spotify. Give it a review on iTunes. That would really help us. And tune in on YouTube. It'll be there too. Um, and it feels good to be back. Okay. So, who's got those beans? Should I get those back? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's get Cody's beans the back. The can of beans. Can I get those?